Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. The Oracle Network. Look deeper. Due to the mature content of this program, listener discretion is advised. for tuning back into the depth of darkness the podcast that dives deep and all things dark and wrong in this world we're your hosts i'm mandy and i'm retired major huge ass coming at you in your face oh yes welcome back everyone such a lovely uh, intro with huge ass <laughs> you bet ah uh, it never gets old i'm sure other people hate it but i love it and we're gonna keep with it all right all right yeah. Okay, so piggybacking off of our last week's episode, which if you guys haven't checked it out, go check it out. It has to do with voodoo. It's amazing. <laughs> but going off of that episode, I thought it'd be kind of fitting to do a movie review on one of my personal favorite movies, and that is The Skeleton Key. Woo! <laughs> so much mystery behind it. Now, this movie has a lot going for it, in my opinion. And it's a unique one of its kind, which is why it's definitely in my top five. And that's, okay, I should preface this. It's for the newer horror movies. It, it's, it's the newer kid on the block of horror movies, all right? But it's definitely not a disappointment. It definitely made me feel all kinds of creeped out. So with that said, let's talk about the movie a bit. And then after that, I'll give you a little review of it. Because that's what we're all here for, right? <laughs> you want to know our opinions on it. But I'm, yep. I'm guessing, I'm just sh shot in the dark here, I'm thinking you already know how I'm going to rate it, at least on my end. I don't know about Hugh. Because, side note, Hugh hasn't seen the movie yet. <laughs> Negative. Nope. But he will have an idea of what it's about, and then he can decide if he wants to watch it or not later on. So, based on what I've said, I'm sure you can guess my opinion of it. But let's uh, jump on over to my beloved Wikipedia, because you can't go an episode without that, right? <laughs> So I'm going to be referring to Wikipedia a little bit just to give you kind of some back history on the movie, kind of the making of it. And then he will also go over the plot in a bit more depth so you can get an idea of what the movie was about. So, yes. Yes. So according to Wikipedia, The Skeleton Key is a, tw a 205. 
Close. <laughs> yeah. The Skeleton Key is a 2005 movie by Aaron Kruger and starring Kate Hudson, Gina Rollins, John Hurt, Peter Sarsgaard, which I kind of wanted to interject here. He's actually from Illinois. So, yeah, he's from St. Clair County. So I just wanted to mention that he's an Illinoisan. Born and raised. <laughs> I don't know if he still lives here. Probably not. But he's a good actor, no. and he's from here. So yeah, he's represent. probably got a Malibu house or something. Probably. Awesome. Yeah, he's like, screw Chicago. I want to go back there. Yeah. The shithole of America. Nah, I'm just, I'm just teasing. I live here, so. <laughs> uh, it's, Chicago's okay. It's just it's some right. of the people that live there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Enough said. And one last person, Joy Bryant. So... The Southern Gothic narrative follows a New Orleans Spice nurse. No, okay, sorry, it was it was squished together. I read that Orleans Spice, whatever Is that, that one means. Of the uh, Spice Girls, New Orleans Spice. <laughs> the N- New Orleans Hospice nurse. Wow. Oh yeah, I thought that was Hospice. <laughs> yeah, Hospice. Uh, okay. A Hospice nurse. She's going to help the elderly and. This is played by Kate Hudson, and she begins a job at a Terrebonne Parish plantation home. And this is a very old-looking, old-timey plantation. You really get that feel of kind of the uh, old New Orleans feel. (laughs) And um, basically, she takes this job caring for an elderly man, but she becomes entangled in a supernatural mystery involving the house, its former inhabitants, and hoodoo rituals and spells that took place there. End of quote. I, I butchered the crap out of what that intro was on Wikipedia, but you guys get yeah. the gist of what the movie's kind of about. <laughs> so that was just the tip of the iceberg, as, as you can assume. And doesn't it just make you want to watch it? I mean, I know I want to watch it again for the millionth time. What about you, Hugh? Kind of want to watch check it? it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe I will, because I like the actors in the movie. It's got a lot of great actors. The yeah. The lady who played the... The creepy-ass wife. I don't remember her name, but she's a very famous actress. Um, Gina Rollins, I think. Gina Rollins, yeah. Yeah. She did an amazing job. Like, she comes off as this very traditional, respectable, elderly woman. But then just weird weird things happen throughout the whole movie. And you're just like, ugh. What? <laughs> yeah, she's so, a good actor. I'm not going to give too John, much away. John Hurt's a good actor too. They're all so, good. Yeah, Kate yeah. Hudson did a great job too, and obviously um, Peter Sarsgaard. He did great. So it's a great movie, all in all. Yeah, take it away, Hugh, with the uh, plot. <laughs> Here we go, folks, with the plots. Oh yeah. Caroline Ellis, a hospice aide, quits her position at a nursing home and is hired as the caretaker of an isolated plantation house in Terrebonne Parish, Louisiana. The aging matron of the house, Violet Devereaux, needs help looking after her husband, Benjamin, who is mostly paralyzed by an apparent stroke. At the insistence of the family's estate lawyer, Luke Marshall, Caroline accepts the position. After Ben attempts to escape from his room during a storm, Caroline investigates the house's attic where Violet said Ben suffered his stroke. She uses a skeleton key which Violet gave her. She discovers a secret room filled with ritual paraphernalia. Caroline confronts Violet, who reveals that the room used to belong to two African-American servants who were employed at the house 90 years before. The servants, Mama Cecile and Papa Justify, were renowned Mm -hmm. hoodoo practitioners. They were lynched after conducting a ritual with the owner's two children, from whom Violet and Ben later bought the house. Violet tells Caroline that they keep no mirrors in the house because they see reflections of Cecile and Justify in them. Caroline borrows a phonograph record from the attic. 
conjure of sacrifice, a recording of Papa Justify, excuse me, that's Papa Justify, reciting a hoodoo (laughs) ritual. Caroline surmises that Ben's stroke was caused by hoodoo, but believes that his paralytic state is a nocebo effect, induced by his own belief rather than something supernatural. Taking advice from her friend Jill, Caroline visits a hidden hoodoo shop in a nearby laundromat where a hoodoo woman gives her tools and instructions to cure Ben. After she conducts the ritual, Ben regains some ability to move and speak, and he begs Caroline to get him away from Violet. Caroline tells Luke she is suspicious of Violet, but he remains skeptical. They travel to a gas station that Caroline previously noted was lined with brick dust, which she was told is a hoodoo defense. Supposedly, no one who means one harm can pass a line of brick dust. She asks one of the proprietors, a blind woman, about the conjure of sacrifice which she learns is a spell wherein the caster steals the remaining years of life from the victim. Increasingly convinced of Hoodoo's authenticity, Caroline fears that Violet will soon cast the spell on Ben. Caroline discovers that Violet is unable to pass a line of brick dust laid across one of the house's doorways, confirming her suspicions. She incapacitates Violet and attempts to escape the house with Ben, but the front gate is chained shut. Caroline hides Ben on the property and enters Luke's office for help. Luke, revealed to be Violet's accomplice, brings Caroline back to the house. Caroline escapes, gets into a fight with Violet, and violently pushes her down the stairs, breaking her legs in the process. Yeah. With strategic use of brick dust, (laughs) Caroline flees to the attic, calls 911 and Jill for help, and casts what she believes is a protective spell. Violet, having caught up with her, reveals she has actually trapped herself inside a protective circle. Yep. <laughs> Crapping yeah. the pants all over the place. Violet. Hey, hey, side note, everybody, these are all spoiler yes. alerts. So if you haven't seen it, yeah, I'm Yeah, that's sorry. the whole point of this. I'm sorry, not sorry. That's our job here. We spoil <laughs> things. Yeah. Violet pushes a full-length mirror at Caroline, which reflects the original owner's daughter, then Violet, and lastly, Mama Cecile. A recording of the Conjure of Sacrifice plays, and the two switch bodies. Ugh. Violet, revealed to be Mama Cecile, who had been occupying Violet's body through the Conjure, wakes up in Caroline's body and force-feeds Caroline, now in Violet's body, a potion that induces a stroke-like paralytic state like Ben's. Luke, actually Papa Justify, arrives upstairs, revealing that Mama Cecile and Papa Justify have been conducting the Conjure of Sacrifice on new people since their supposed deaths. They had swapped places with the two children just before the lynching because hoodoo was supposedly only effective on those who believe in it. Cecile and Justify had to wait for Caroline to come to believe in hoodoo through her own investigation. Emergency services arrive the next morning and take Caroline and Luke away, trapped in the paralyzed dying bodies of Violet and Ben. When Jill arrives, Luke tells her that the Devereaux left the house to Caroline, ensuring that Cecile and Justify will continue to occupy the house. Oh, so good. <laughs> the The hardest part, because you guys know I have, you know, I have a thing that if it has to do with kids, it really bothers me. And that's the part that bothered me is when uh, Mama Cecile and Papa Justify, where you find out they actually inhabited the kids' bodies and put the kids' souls into the servants' bodies right before the servants were lynched. 
Then you realize what happened and you're like, oh my God, that's evil. Like, that's the epitome of evil. Like, this movie is so good, but you have to go and watch it probably at least twice, maybe three times, maybe more, to really understand little bits that you might have missed the first time. I've seen this movie thousands of times, easily. It's one of my favorites. So it, it's definitely worth worth watching. So Hugh, definitely get on, it. Get on it now. <laughs> but I, I definitely want to say that that plot twist, it was something that I never saw coming going into the movie for the first time. And I, I think that's actually what made the movie so great. The actors did great, making it not so predictable like a lot of the newer horror movies, which they're either a remake that they didn't do as good they just they flub a lot of horror movies nowadays and this movie didn't do that i mean i know it was 2005 so it is older but it's not you know it's not extremely ancient but (laughs) not being predictable and leading the viewer down an unexpectedly horrifying trail that's what the director and the actors all of them that's what they all pulled together beautifully and i i give it so much respect for that so much preps from Mandy of the Morgue, and hopefully one day huge ass. You bud. <laughs> once you once you see it. So now let's move on over to those reviews, shall we? So I know Hugh hasn't seen the movie yet in all its glory, and some of you listeners, you might have not seen it either. But based on that, Hugh, what do you think of the movie? Just based off of the plot, I think it's <laughs> worth at least four farts on the stegometer. <laughs> <laughs> The last one with the cough, got to cover that stank up. That's a crowd pleaser. Uh, Oh, yeah. As for me, you guys already know where I stand. It's an an awesome movie. I almost said ass amazing. Yeah. (laughs) It's an amazing movie. And if you haven't seen it yet, you know, like, huge ass. (laughs) Yeah, the the cough action. (laughs) Then go on and get on it. But, you know, I highly recommend you see it and see it soon. It's worth your while. So... Now that we've gone over the movie, let's now dive deep into those closing statements. If you enjoy our show and want to help spread the dark cheer, then please share our episodes with family and friends on social media and word of mouth. All that oral action really gets us going, you know? Oh, we love it. (laughs) You can also leave us... Oh, yeah. You can also leave us a rating and review on Apple iTunes to help spread the dark love even further. It helps others find us more easily and gets our show ranked higher and higher, which makes us all kinds of giddy. (laughs) (laughs) And as we've relentlessly mentioned many times, we've beaten that horse severely. Anyone who leaves us a five-star rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever else you can, you know, because you can leave it elsewhere. Send us a screenshot of your rating. Let us know you actually wrote that rating and we'll send you... One of a kind, awesome depth of darkness sticker. We know you don't want to miss out on suitable that for framing. Yes, you actually could. <laughs> uh, make some nice prints, DOD prints mm-hmm. coming at you soon. But to top it all off, there's actually one last thing you can do to support our show even further, and that's becoming a patron of our Dark Abyss. If you want to get exclusive access to additional content some awesome merch, and a whole bunch of other incentives you won't get anywhere else, then give our Patreon tiers a look. Starting at just a dollar a month, there's a tier for everyone. Link's down below. Go on, take a gander. We know you want to. And with that said, everybody, that's all for this week's episode. Thanks again for tuning in to the Depth of Darkness. And until next time, bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, I love it.
The only thing better than grinding all night for your side hustle is your roommate picking you up with Mickey D's breakfast. The perfect pickup deal. There's a deal for every morning at McDonald's. Right now, taste breakfast perfection when you get a warm and savory sausage McMuffin with egg for just $2.50. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. The been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. 